Time on a Tuesday night for Fat and Ginger. Bit of Roy Orbison to get you warmed up there because Luke press You got it. Press the wrong button. I did press the wrong button. Sorry about that, Tim. I just sort of let it roll. Once you mark up like that, you've got to own it, don't you? You've got to own it. That's exactly yeah, right. That's so, what I did. So we're here for another Tuesday night of uh, fun and shenanigans. Uh, promises to be perhaps the most organic show yet. No, no, we've done worse than this. Yeah, Already we've done worse than this. And you're saying that. You're prepared, right? You sent me a running sheet today. I did. I'm not. I rocked up with, what, three minutes to spare? No, in fairness, I think you had four. Four minutes to spare. Yeah. Which actually isn't bad when you consider, like, all the times I've rocked up. Uh, you know, what, well, have I ever I been think, early? I think your latest is three minutes before the show. I think you, you know. Well, like I keep telling people, there's a lot you can do in three minutes. <laughs> and I managed to get ready here tonight, haven't I? Are oh, the computer ready out? You just oh. played the wrong song. Well, that wasn't my fault. Because you're rushed. That would have happened regardless is what I'm saying. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> you can't blame me for my timekeeping. Yes, we'll talk about that off air. Yeah. No, so you, you know what it is? What? It's a 60-kilometre thing in Torquay Road. That's why I was late. And we've talked about that. Yeah. And all the things that Fat and Ginger's been able to change, we haven't been able to we change. We haven't been able to change that yet. We've so, ripped through the AFL, the, the, the modern Elizabeth, yeah. We've, we've done everything, but we haven't been able to change that. Dick and that's because the show's not over yet, Tim. That's we're right. We've got say more things that to do. Um, so, look, we're going to talk about the trade period. Well, you're, I suppose, going to talk about the trade period. Yeah. Um, I don't have the brain for it. It gets too complicated for me. I don't understand it. Oh, there's a lot of formulas. Oh, it's insane, isn't it? I'm going to talk about... On the weekend, I discovered the joys of high-pressure water cleaning. <laughs> I did see a picture on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, it was the most juvenile thing I've ever seen. I loved every second yeah, of it. Was it? We'll talk yeah. about that later on. Um, what do you call that? What do you call that uh, picture you drew on the a, on the footpath in, in, in with a high-pressure water jet? A phallus. A phallus. <laughs> now, yeah. You could have worked on the, um, the the round things at the end a little bit more. Yeah, I, 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 I felt like you weren't quite up to speed. I there. agree that, that it was perhaps a bit disproportionate, certain parts of it. But um, yeah. it's quite hard to hold the high-pressure thingy because it moves around a bit. So oh, is that what you were holding? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, so, look, we're going to talk about those things. Uh, that's crap. I know I'm going to talk about sequels and franchises, even though the guys before us covered that. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going uh, they're, they're, they're bloody good, aren't they? Am I allowed to say the word bloody? Oh, you just did, so I, I just did, yeah. No, look, well, they, they are fans. bloody good. Have you seen I the tech they them. bring in? And I think, yeah, I know, look, they've got their roadies in right now packing it all up. And I'm, There's like 14 of them in there packing up the, the studio as we speak. And they're not listening to us because you can just see the... Like, I mean, how many of them does it take to play a few records, mate? Oh. There's 14 people. They they're all look like... They've all got headphones on. They look like they know what they're doing. Well, look, we're after a producer. They've got a production team. I can't believe it. No. Like, I just... Like they might as well have set up a studio and be playing it live well, with all the I, instruments and everything the way they do it set up. Make it out. We'll end up working for them one day. Do you reckon? Uh, yeah, they are. They are. Incredible. Do they need a PR team? A PR team. <laughs> and do they need a PR team to understand what PR stands for? What does it stand for? I don't know. No, that's I really wrong. don't know. I think call. it's a doctor's term. Give us a call if you know at the uh, Pulse eleven four hundred whatever the number is. I've got to find no, it. Who cares? No, nah, that's wrong. No one's going to ring anyway. I think we should have a. Does anyone even listen to us on the Tuesday night? I was wondering that driving in. I was thinking, what, can, what am I going to? 
talk about. And it just sort of struck me. Does anyone even listen? Well, I know two guys, Pete and Mike, that listen to us because they're, yeah, stuck, because in the they're stuck in the studio <laughs> right now. <laughs> and they're trying their best to block us out. They are. What I'm saying is, like, even the 14 people with headphones on are listening to probably K-Rock or something. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Or Coolio, in deference to the passing of said Yeah, passes. or something like that. Or what was the bloke named Skippy Pete or something Who? that was on the ads that was on before us? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does something. I don't know. I wasn't really listening, but he's probably listening to hear his ad. Um, can I suggest we have a song while we sort of, you know, get things yeah. together a little bit and we'll come back? Well, I'm going to play a song that yep. really means a lot to me because it was in the playlist from last time because <laughs> I haven't updated it. Is it Roy Orbison? Uh, <laughs> I've already played that. Yeah. <laughs> and that was Cutting Edge Radio there, Tim. That's a brand new <laughs> single from Blind Melon, uh, which only just has hit the airwaves recently. <laughs> what year was that released? What, what day is it? <laughs> um, about 40 years ago. <laughs> Blind Melon, they didn't really go on, did they? Uh, would you call them one-hit wonders? Well, I think so. I did get their greatest hits. It's only uh, No Rain 12 times. <laughs> so it was, uh, it, was, it was worth the CD. <laughs> uh, and then, so these days, right, so if you're an artiste yeah. and you've got, say... What do you mean, if? Sorry. Sorry, mate. As an artist yourself. As, a, as an artist, yes. So you've, you've yes, got... Go, go on, Tim. Yes. So you've got six killer songs. Yeah. Right? So there's no longer the imperative to make up another six okay songs to hide it. Like in. it used to be in the like old days. For an album. Because you can yeah. just release six songs or you can release them individually. Or how's it work these days with this Well, it's, it's weird stuff? now. So I've got a mate whose daughter uh, put out a couple of songs. And I said, oh, how's it going? I said, he said, she had like 70,000 hits or something wow. on, on Spotify. And I said, oh, wow, that, she must be going all right. Uh, he goes, oh, yeah, she got about 14 bucks. What? He goes, You're serious? No, seriously. Like, it's, it's Spotify's ruined the music industry, I think, Tim. Has it? Yeah, I think so. I've got nothing to base that on. I just no, think that... You've heard it somewhere. I've heard it. Someone might have said it once, and I just said, yep, that's how I feel about it now. So, so talking of things that you've heard, yeah. I heard it's trade period time, and I don't understand it. Well, trade period. Look, when you win a premiership, Tim, oh. um, you know, the, the world opens up in front of you, and all of a sudden, everyone wants to come and play for your club. Now, I know you've had a couple of years of, of good fortune, and that was great. It was great to see you guys uh, able to, you know, get out of your caves and your holes that you live in most of the time and and come out into the, the, the bright sunshine. It was great to see that, Tim. I really enjoyed having you guys there for a bit. It's good that you've retreated back into those holes and those caves now, but for a little bit there, Richmond were going all right. Any okay? chance of you arriving at your point? Sometimes no, no, no. I'm going to drag this out. I've got right. nothing else to talk about with this. <laughs> so, look, you know, Richmond were a little bit of a club that people wanted to go to for a bit yep. and they're still getting like blokes like Taranto and Hopper yeah, from the guys and all this thing. But the Catters have come out and they're recruiting unbelievably. That a bloke comes from from Gold Coast named yeah, Jack Bowes, right? Yeah, yeah. Now they put him for some reason. I've never heard of him. I'll be honest with you. I don't watch a lot of Gold Coast games. I've never heard of him. If you, if you said to does. me two weeks ago, who does Jack Bowers play for? I wouldn't have a clue. Mm. Probably North Shore. I wouldn't yeah, have a clue. Matt, right? Fair enough. But <laughs> now he's the greatest. Now he's the greatest pickup of all time because he's come with pick seven, Tim. So what are you guys giving them? Uh, a third round pick. How does that work? Exactly. It's a steal, right? But, but how's... It's theft. <laughs> right? The <laughs> AFL should not be condoning this. We just won the premiership and they've given us draft picks in the top ten. I was going to say, but who are the Gold Coasters signing off on a deal like that game? Because they gave this bloke stupidly 800 grand a year oh. and they can't afford to keep paying him. So they said, please, someone take him. No one's going to take him at 800 grand. He's not good enough. No. So they said, well, what about if we throw in pick seven? 
Wow. So we said, oh, we'll take him. Because I, I saw the meme today that I think one of the betting companies shared about it, which has got Elaine giving Jerry Seinfeld money. And it's, oh. it's Gold Coast Sons and Geelong Cats, and he's just laughing at him. He's just pay, she and paid I didn't get it. But there we go. Yeah, that's what it is. So, look, uh, this is why I wanted to bring up the trade period, right? Right. I... I think picks are way overvalued. Mm. Now, if you look back through any draft... It's a gamble. ...of any year, it is a gamble. No one's got any idea. Your top 10 picks don't end up being the top 10 players of that no. year. Oh, no. no. Uh, like, recently I saw... I think Matthew Lloyd did... Um, might have been four or five years ago or six years ago. Like, he redid the draft and Tom Stewart was pick 44 and Shy Bolton yeah. was pick 29. And all these guys... The blokes that got picked in the top 10 weren't in the top 20 players of that draft. So to package up all these picks and go, oh, well, you know, I'll tell you what, you can have Brody Grundy, we'll give you pick 27 and all this sort of stuff and we'll give you a pick four, we'll give you a pick seven. Sounds and you go, it sounds great, but really you're just saying, I'll give you a lottery number yeah. and hopefully it works out for you. We'll give you an untested 17-year-old or 18-year-old. Yeah, and, and, and he might him. work out, but the chances are he won't. No. So, so I just think it's a jib. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd be taking players over picks any day. So, do you know who actually I think gets this right? Are the Americans. So, mm-hmm. if you're a college football player yeah. or a football player out of high school, you go and play for a college and you play for four years or whatever yeah. and you come out of college football at, uh, at 22. Yeah. And then you go into a draft. Yeah. So, you're getting... So, you know what they're going to be like. That's right. Because You've got a I, good indication. I don't know about you, but I'm a fe- I was a fairly different person at 22 than I was at 17 or 18. Yeah, I'm probably the same. <laughs> but like you Even now. You weren't quite as much of an idiot I've always been an intellectual um, <laughs> yeah, who, who just likes to <laughs> sit around and study and, and aloof talk philosophy with people. Yeah. Uh, I think cognito ergo sum, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, I've got... What's that mean? That means I think, therefore I am. Oh, I thought it was an economics lesson. Well, I suppose it could be. Anyway, look, we digress. Yes. But my point being is that you're more likely to have a successful pick if you're picking people at 22 rather than 18 Absolutely. Or so uh, their system is probably a bit better than ours. And the other thing I like about the American system, and I'm not saying we need to adapt to their way of, of life when it comes to sports, because we just don't have the populace no. to do what they do. But I really love that, like, the college... And and high, even high school to a degree, teams are revered as much as what oh. the professionals are. Sometimes more. Oh, they, some of those uh, you see uh, footage of games. They've got ninety thousand people. Yeah, that's what I mean. And they're Regularly. they're like superstars. If you're a, if you're a great college basketball or great or even more so a great college footballer, you are famous already. Already, that's you're, right. You're yeah. not waiting to get into the pros to be famous. You are. That's like right. You're on the cover of like so, Sports Illustrated, etc. It's almost like their college system is like the reserves. Yeah. I think almost, isn't it? Well, it, well I, I don't know. We, we haven't got a... It's like if the TAC Cup here, the Geelong Falcons yeah. here in Geelong, were superstars, were household names, yeah. and just by playing for the Falcons. And, and like, you'd walk down the street, you get mob, people want your autographs, all that sort of stuff, because you play for the Falcons. It, it's just never going to happen no, here. Not. We don't have the populace for it, and, and because, I don't know, we... It's a college system for a reason. Like, there's this massive college. Yeah. Um, we know the people. Like, well, yeah. School system. Right. You know, like, of league, I should say, right. not system. Uh, of people who just follow that. And, right. and, and like I said, 90,000, 100,000 people do a game. Oh, regularly, every time. Yeah. And it's incredible. crazy, man. I went to one when I was over there and I've never was seen it. Was it awesome? Like it. Oh, it's incredible. I can only incredible. imagine. Incredible. Yeah. Can, uh, they're talking about mega deals and things like this. Like, and the thing yeah. I don't get is when they start making three and four way deals between clubs, and that's where it loses me. 
Yeah, I don't yeah. have a maths brain, and I'll happily admit that, but... Well, I guess it's everyone trying to get what they want, but this is it reverse back to the old point. Like, if you're... Uh, let's look at a deal that happened the other day. There was... Mm. Uh, what's he saying? The bloke from North Melbourne, he went to... Uh, he was number one pick last year. Double barrel name. Yeah, um, Horn Francis or something fun. like that, right? So he, he, he wanted to get back to Port. Last year, North knocked back, like, pick two and pick four to get him. They yep. wanted him. They were adamant. We want this guy. He's going to be yeah. the next big thing. He's going to like revolutionise our club. One year later, they go, oh, yeah, what else? What, what can we get for him? <laughs> so, so, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's such a gamble yeah, of, of, of what can happen and what might happen. And everyone who loves footy loves this couple of weeks because it's what it does do. You're not trading in draft picks. You're not trading in names. You're trading in hope, Tim. In risk. And hope. And hope. You're thinking, maybe these guys are going to make the difference. Who was the last number one draft pick to win a Brownlow? Uh, that's a good question. Adam Cooney did. Was he? What, was he was a number one. Yeah, okay. But there wouldn't be many. I'd honestly say there wouldn't be many. If you go back through number one draft picks, for every Mark Murphy, for every... um, He was number one draft pick. He was number one. Uh, Nick Rewald, all these sorts of guys. Look at the folks like Tom Boyd, who uh, was unfortunate. He, He... you know, had a bit of bad luck and um, got had a bit of mental health issues and never yeah. went on. Uh, Jonathan Patton, you know, where are these blokes now? They're delisted, gone. Richard Tambling. Well, Richard Tambling. You know, he wasn't number one. Wasn't he? Uh, was Delidio was number one that year. He was number two or three. Was he? Uh, the the reason he's famous is because he got picked over Buddy. Yeah, I don't so, know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> as you would know, yeah. I mean, what would you do with Franklin on your side? Nah, too? that's right, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't have got a game, probably. Nah, that's right. With all the talent you had at the Richmond Footy Club back in the yeah, in the well, 2000s. Well, I was going to say, late 90s, 2000. Probably, <laughs> still having nightmares. Uh, but, you know, the, the, look at number one picks and, and even when you think of blokes like Tom Scully. Mm, um, yeah. Melbourne, right? Ma- Melbourne. Yeah, well, yeah. The, thing, the reason is you had to ask then, what club did he play yeah, for? Because right. he, he's not that good, no, you know? Like, no. And oh, he probably carved out a nice career, but he was never a superstar. And, and that's what I mean. Like, you put so much pressure on these young Shit. kids to revolutionise your club and you get your Joel Salwood to come in at number seven, you yeah. know, or, uh, you know, Tom Stewart, 45. I'm only using Geelong example because I'm not sure all the other, the numbers. Yeah. yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, like, you just don't know. I know Fife is about 18, you know. Well, uh, all these guys that come in that, that end up being your superstar for your club. Wasn't James Hurd a 70-something or something? No, he was in the 90s or something. Yeah. That was one of the biggest picks of all time. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's like 97 or wow. something like that. That's so insane, isn't it? Not on anyone's radar, ah. you know? Like, Voss wouldn't have been top five or top ten. Mm. You know, all these guys are you know unbelievable You know players. why? Because he's ginger. And ginger's a disgrace. Well, we always got persecuted. That's right. Give me five, no, we'll make him 55. Exactly Four. right, mate. Where was Adrian Hickmott in the top 10? No, he wasn't. I don't even know who that he? is. No, he doesn't know who he is. <laughs> anyway, all I'm trying to say no, is that yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a great, all we're trading in is hope. Yeah, that's, that's it. Right. That's 100%. all they're trying to do. They're trying to better their draft position and they're yep. trading this and they're trading that but really they got no idea mate and also so you're trading in hope and you're also trading in a long term thing because if you get someone at 17 or 18 they're probably not going to be at the top of their game AFL wise for another three or four years well not many come in and, and play like uh, Dacos did this year yeah. you yeah. know who who just uh, stand up and you go wow this is a player yeah. especially when they're key position mm. you know that's probably why uh, John Patton or even uh, young Paddy McCartan who got drafted to St Kilda number mm. one and had a lot of uh, concussion issues yep. and ended up 
you know, spending three or four years in the footy wilderness before making it back to Sydney this year, which is a yeah. great story. And I know his old man, Matt. Um, oh, yeah. And he's an absolute fantastic fellow. Will Pukowski of football. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, he was a bit stiff. It was good to see him actually play in the green this year, but uh, you, you just don't know what you're going to get, do you? Mm. Now, that guy was going to be a superstar. That's right. Everyone talked about it. Yeah. You know, this guy is going to be the next Tony Lockett, they were saying down at St Kilda. Yeah. We'll never struck a blow there, you is know, through, there, through external factors. Could there be a trend towards AFL clubs going, you know, further afield, like not going through the traditional pathways, maybe going to club football and, well, and so well, pick how, up someone at 25. Well, that's the thing. How, how are the Cats in Sydney staying up there every year? Well, how are they? Look at what they're doing. They're, now, they're not what... Geelong just got pick seven. Yeah. That's the first pick seven. That's the highest picks they had since they got Selwood back in 2006. Wow. So they haven't had anyone... They've had a couple of top tens, like like number 10, but they haven't had anyone, mm. any picks, and yet they're staying consistently up the top. So there's got to be a system there where... Okay, it's all right to get draft picks. Gold Coast and GWS get draft picks every year because yeah. they keep losing players. Mm. So, you know, uh, GWS has got, like, I think five in the top 20 this year. Yeah. So good having five in the top 20 if you could put two or three or four years into them and then they piss off on you. No, that's right. It's, what's the point? Yeah. You know, it might, it, right. all you're doing is developing for other clubs to come along and, and cherry pick. Thanks, uh, Gold Coast Suns, for Tom Lynch. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And, and two GWS players have gone to Richmond this year. That's right, yeah. Two of their great midfielders. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, uh, to me, it doesn't work under free agency. The, the draft just isn't as important under free agency. Yeah, because okay. all you're doing is going. Right, we've got a good club down here. Well, we just won the flag. We're always up there. Uh, you know, it's a pretty relaxed lifestyle down here. So why don't you come play here instead of playing for your club? Mm. And then they do their three or four years of development. Like Tanner Bruins done a mm. couple of years. Ollie Henry's about to walk over to Geelong from Collingwood. Done a couple of years, and and. It's it's never going to be fair while that's going on. No, that's right. Do you know what I mean? I agree. So my final question on this topic is, so uh, Radical Ear, I believe, is going to... Port Adelaide? Yeah. I want to know... And lovely fella, by the way. Well, hang on. That was going to be my question. As a a passionate Geelong man... Were you still like you still revere him for his work at Geelong, or were you? you, you well, I was always a big fan of him, and and I met him one day at the servo. Right, yep. he was at the car in front of me at the bouncer, yep. and he couldn't start his car. So huh? I went over and I was, said, "I oh, do you need a hand, mate," and realised it was Radagalia. Yeah. He, I never sort of led on that I knew who he yeah. was. I was just trying to help him out, and it turned out he he borrowed his mate's car, but his mm. mate had one of those blowers oh, for no, the uh, right. you know they fit when you yeah, the interlocks you, yeah yeah the point oh five things, and he couldn't. It, it was just locked him out. And it was like 10 to, o'clock in the morning. You he didn't know. know he had to blow on it. Oops, sorry. Well, he, he, I, I don't know if he didn't know or it wasn't working or yeah, something because yeah. I was blowing on it too and I was completely sober. Yeah. Like trying to, I thought maybe he's had a couple last night it's yeah. not going to work. But I was blowing it, nothing was happening. And we ended up I was spending five minutes with him and I went into, I said, in the end, I said, mate, I can't help you. Went in to pay for petrol. When I come out, he somehow got it started. He was like so nice. Like, yeah. come over. Thanks very much for helping me and like waving as he went off. And just a lovely fella. And I was sort of really hoping he'd be the next big thing. But that's all gone now because he plays with Port Adelaide. Oh, I can't stand him now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cut him loose. <laughs> no, no, I do hope he goes well, mate. You know what? I did enjoy this, right? I, you know, I, every now and then, Tim, this might surprise you for me to say this on air. Every now and then, I bag the odd Geelong player. Oh. Jeez, man. man. I know There's Gary been... Rowan's copped an absolute spray from you on multiple occasions. No, no not from me. Hey, think about that statement from my family. Yeah, well, I, I might have agreed occasionally, but... Uh, part of the organisation. I always thought he'd be a great player yep. one day. Well, he has been. Um, but every now and then, someone will cop a little bit of a spray. <laughs> you know, just when I feel like they're not pulling their weight yeah. and, 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 you know, time marches on, I get. But... Um, 
Oh, I can't remember where I was going. No, it's not. I think we should play a song. Oh, no, this is what I was going to say. Oh, oh, right. I remember it now. So, Radical Leah, right? Uh, he burst onto the scene, yeah. right, as a, as a ruckman and broke his leg. Poor bloke. Right. You yeah, know, and, 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 you know, for about, it took him a while to get back. It does, yeah. big fella, especially. And people were getting stuck into him. Now, I always thought, I reckon he could be, like, as good as um, Nat Nui one day. I'll just mm. stick with him, you know, get some confidence into him, get a bit of mongrel into him. I reckon he'll be all right, this bloke. But Geelong support has been how we are. We're a pretty fickle bunch sometimes when we feel like players aren't pulling their weight. We're up and about now, Tim, because we won the grand final a couple of weeks ago. And sometimes we, we're a bit fickle. And I was reading some comments on a forum one day, and it was a Geelong forum, and a lady was on there, and she said, oh, I'm sick of Radical Air. He's got no heart. He's got no ticket. Get rid of him. Like, you know, he's, he's useless. Uh, but, but it almost got personal. Mm. And the next comment was from Joel Selwood. Oh, really? Yeah. And he said, I don't think you should barrack for our club anymore. Wow. Go somewhere else. There you go. Yeah. Hey? And they all went quiet after that. <laughs> I can only imagine. Let's have a song. We'll try and talk about something else for a bit. There, Tim. Gee, she was amazing. I told you I went and saw her the other you night. Did, I did not. Yeah, no, I saw the photos on uh, social media. And uh, yeah, no, great that you're doing those sort of things with your daughter and, you know, keeping yourself fresh and young. And I don't know if I've spoken to you about the concert on air, have I? The what? The concert, Billy uh, Eilish. I don't think so. Um, now, my daughter got me into her, and I do appreciate her music. I think she's quite revolutionary, and, and she's almost yep. sort of created her own genre in a way. But I, after watching her, I've just gained a whole new respect for her. Like her message that she had out, especially imagine the place is full of young girls, right? Mm. Like you know, your teenagers and, and and that sort of thing. And the message that was just sent out to them was just be yourself. It's okay to be yourself. You don't have to conform to anything. You don't have to be anyone you're not. You're a great person who you are. Now. I know that's easy enough to say, but coming from one of the heroes and just, you know, I just felt really good about that message being sent to all these young people. Very good. And it's something that we should all be saying to young people. It's okay. You know, the school's not the be-all and end-all of life. Yeah, that's, you know? a, that's a big one. Uh, uh, you know, if you're getting picked on at school, it doesn't matter. Once, no. you, once you leave there, life opens up. It and does. You, and you just hang out with people you want to hang out with. You don't have to deal with any of those dickheads anymore. No, so a great message, great concert. Um, and, yeah, it was really, walked away with a really... Like, I've really had a great experience. Oh, I'm glad, mate. That's, so, that's yeah, good. Really Irish people get amongst it. Yeah, talking of great experiences, if yeah. we can quickly. So, I know we've got a, a very special guest. We do. Have, oh, we haven't mentioned him no, yet. Have no. We, have we even told anyone what's coming no, out well, on the show? That's what happens yeah. when you turn up with four minutes to go. Well, anyway, <laughs> you usually do the intro, not me. Yeah, I know, but I was all flustered and rushed because you were. Oh, because yeah. I was late. Yeah, okay. Who have we got as our special She's guest? She's bacon and eggs for good day. Oh, sorry. Well, in, the, in the air fryer? Uh, the, the baker was. Oh, hello. Yeah, and, and a little bit of halloumi, Tim. Oh, stop. Oh, grilled yeah. halloumi um, in the air fryer. Go on. So, who have we got as our special guest? Still taste it. Uh, sorry, uh, I, I digress. Uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I met this bloke earlier this year. I was doing a filming job in Melbourne, yep. and we were tasked to go into a pub in South Melbourne called the Rising Sun. I know it. Yep. yep. You know it? In, yep. and, and it's not far from where South Melbourne used to play the footy back in the old days. And the reason we went down there is because they have a strong contingent of uh, old South Melbourne yeah, slash Sydney yep. supporters that turn up every week and watch the team when they're playing interstate. And the guy that's that's been running this for years is a bloke named Ernie Scott. Mm-hmm. And he's in his 80s. Yep. And he uh, played for Sydney. 
back yeah. when he was younger yep. and uh, it was um, heavily involved in the days but ended up running it when his wife passed away and he was looking for something to take the mantle of um, you know something to do a bit of a hobby sort of thing so he took over the yep. running of these days so they hand over jumpers to ex-players that come along and we had Jason Daniels on the day, day that I was there nice. and another bloke I can't remember his name um, and just a fantastic bloke just a ripping bloke yeah. who cares about people tries to put on a great day for people does raffles all these things just to just to bring the community together so we're going to interview him by phone yeah we will what I've, time is it 8.34 yeah. I've forgotten how to do the phone so we'll oh, I'll, I'll just hold my mobile up to the yeah we can do oh, no, I should be, we'll, we'll give it a try anyway yeah. can I quickly talk about not yeah. quickly. I want you to expand on so, this. I had the most wonderful experience on the weekend. So, the, the, as you saw from the photo where I drew the brood picture and whatnot, yeah. the, the, the phallus. Yeah, the phallus. The biggest phallus, I think, is the Roman name for it. <laughs> is, is that right? Yeah. The, uh, the, the concrete at home needed a clean. Yeah. It's quite mouldy. So, yeah. hired a, a high pressure water cleaner. Yeah. And uh, up until that point, mowing the lawn and doing the edges of the lawn was one of my favourite things to do just because it's beautiful, it's order, it's and, and it looks great. And it looks great. You, you feel that sense of satisfaction. That's right. It has been easily topped by the high-pressure water cleaner. Really? Oh, it is superb. You should do it. I know that outdoor stuff isn't usually your forte. Nah. I tried to get you to plant trees for koalas. You blew it off and fell asleep. I didn't, and no, I didn't blow it off. Yeah. That's not fair. Anyway, so... I just didn't like the koalas that much. <laughs> so, like, it, the wonderful thing is you do a bit and then you, you see it's perfectly clean and you can see immediately see the difference between what you haven't done and what you have and yeah. it's very very satisfying in fact you know how we spoke about air frying air fryer groups yeah so is, there, is there a cleaner just walked in <laughs> I reckon there is there's a, the bloke's just started vacuuming around us that's right um so, sorry, uh, that's thrown me off a bit. Um, yeah. So you can get Facebook groups and Reddit groups where there's just videos of people pressure cleaning stuff and it's very satisfying. What is wrong with you, mate? It's great. Have you, have you reached menopause? Is Probably, this what it's yeah, called, no, menopause? Well, What's okay. going on with you? So first of all, you started mowing the lawns and going, oh, how good's that? I'm going to look it up on YouTube, blokes yeah. mowing lawns. And you can. Now you're talking about water jet pressure. Yeah. Remember the good old days, mate? You used to be rock and roll, Tim. You used <laughs> to be... You've changed so much. You used to be about the music. I was never rock and roll. <laughs> Have you watched The Crown? <laughs> Are you seriously going to tell me what? that you've been watching YouTube videos of blokes water pressure jetting a, a, a pavement? Well, not you know all the time, but you know occasionally. Yeah. So, the other thing, I'll tell you what else we'll talk about. So, Do you know there's other things to look at on the internet? Yeah, I'm there's right. other videos that are, are much better to watch. I'm reliably informed there's a whole range of things that one All can watch. sorts of different it things from Germany, they, they, all over the world thank you. that you can watch. Brazil, in a Sweden. Attempt, in a desperate attempt to get us not kicked off air, I yeah. also went to White Night on Saturday. Oh, now it's funny you should bring that. All right, you go. Tell me about that well, first. Because, because I, I got a text from you on Saturday afternoon saying, what are you up to with the old ping pong bat? Yeah, I was saying, we'll come around for a hit of ping pong. Yeah, and I said, no, I'm going to white night. And you said you were washing your hair and playing ping pong. So you pretty much... No, well, you said... I said, what are you doing? Come around for a hit yeah. of ping pong. Bring bring your lovely partner yeah. and kids or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You said, no, we're going to white night. Do you yep. want to come? Yes. And I said, well, I can't. I'm washing my hair. Yes, that's right. Because it blew me off. I, I thought... It was, I didn't know what white night was, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I thought it was just we're all going to sit around and look at water jets going on the pavement for a while. Yeah. Know, <laughs> because that's what I'd, you're into these I'd days, you weirdo. Yeah. Uh, but once I realised what it was, was the projection art, yeah. which is fantastic. And I'm sure it would have and been great. And a heap great. of other stuff too. 
Right. Now, I bumped into the bloke who did it all tonight at the supermarket. Oh, wow. Literally, that's why I was late, Tim. The, the projections on a town hall and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. His, name's, amazing. his name is Matt Bonner. He's super talented. Yeah. I've known him for a lot of years. Yep. And that's why I was late, because I bumped into him at the supermarket and we, we had a chat for about You're 10 You're late because you can't organise your time properly. <laughs> well, they're, they're, I think my watch has run a little <laughs> bit behind or something. But uh, no, he, he, he does it all, mate. He's a very, very talented dude. He has been doing it for a lot of yep. years. I think about eight years he's been doing yeah. it. All that projection art. And he told me, and I'm not even sure I'm allowed to talk about this, but when that ever stopped me, mm. right, he's just lost the contract from the council, Tim. Why? No reason. They just put out to tender and pick someone else. Well, that's unacceptable. I think it's terrible. Well, I've got to say, so... Because everyone raves about it. Well, Saturday night, the, the sort of main... I suppose the main part of it was the town hall projections, and it sort of went around the corner, and it was really, really good. And they were... And they kept changing. They were very bright, and the kids loved. Oh, I loved them. It was great. And then there was also different stage. There was stages where I think one stage had some drag acts on it. Another stage. There was one really cool one called Heavy Metal, yeah. where they crushed cars to heavy metal music. Oh, that would have been cool. Stuff it was yeah, that was awesome. And it was just a really good night. They reckon they had ninety three thousand people out for White Night, and I would believe that. That's it, unreal. Now, and, and so, what do they do? Geelong Council. What's that? Get rid of him. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Let's get someone else in. Yeah, and, and and it was like all the roads were closed off. Everyone's just walking up and down the street, food trucks. How yeah, good's that? It was awesome. Why didn't you invite me? It sounds wonderful. I did. You you didn't broaden your. You chose not to broaden your horizons. You chose oh, geez, to, I played a good ping pong game. Did you? No, Who'd you yeah, play yeah. against? Um, his sister's fella. Yeah, Marcus. How'd you go? Uh, we, we're usually very yeah, like, evenly matched. Very tight. Yeah. Even, evenly matched. We've beaten each other a couple of times, and uh, I beat him three times in a row. Lord. And I was pulling away at the end too. It was like twenty one nineteen, twenty one seventeen, like twenty one thirteen. How'd you go with that? Uh, he got in a cab and went home. <laughs> yeah. But look, 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 another thing too. Yeah. And again, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to tell this on air. But I love it when you press the something. I was I was told in confidence, but but chatting to <laughs> chatting to Matt. No, no, who cares? No, I was listening anyway. Uh, chatting to Matt, right? There was so I don't know, I don't know if you saw this. Um, and you know what? If these people are prepared to do this, they've got to be prepared for people to talk about it. Right? Go on. So Matt um, spent a lot of time. And he has done this for a lot of years. Yeah. He spent a lot of time um, in the Aboriginal community, yeah. and he brought one of a, a local Aboriginal artist uh, pieces to life as part of his projection yeah. art. You know, this is not something that's done lightly, Tim. It's something no. that you have to earn respect and you have to um, be trusted by the artist um, yeah. and, and and by the community as a whole. And, and Matt's definitely earned that respect over the years. Yeah. And I've often admired his work and uh, he's been doing it for a long, long time. He's, he's one of the premier blokes when it comes to projection art going around. So this is why I can't understand why he's been taken off. But um, it, there was a... a as part of his uh, projection art on the town hall, someone there was a someone protested. Now I can't remember the name of the group, and it's probably a good thing I can't. Are you talking about on what night? Yep. Gone. Yeah. Did you see it? No, 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 no. Nah, well, someone put a protest up saying "say no to gas" or something like that. Oh, really? On his projection art. You know, really? On, and he spent months and months yeah, making this right, thing, yeah. and he was fuming, and he wrote to him and said, you've just spoiled this. So how did they do it, though? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, look, he just told me briefly. I bumped him to the supermarket. I haven't seen him for 10 yeah. years, right? But he, 
uh, he said, you've, you've spoiled this. This is about the connection to land and trying to bring people to the land. Like, not, nothing to do with your gas no, and all your, you. all your protests no. and all that. And he got an apology off him. Oh, good. Uh, saying, sorry, we probably should have researched more what was going on. Like, sort of thing. Maybe. This goes to show that yeah. some people, they just want to be... No, they they just want to have their message out. They don't really think about it. It's like, did you hear um, some oil... Uh, I think it was Extinction Rebellion glued themselves to Picasso painting in Melbourne, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, so Picasso painting's doing the rounds. Yeah. This painting's worth $130 million. Luckily, it was covered by Perspex. And they glued their hands to the Perspex in a protest. Of what? Uh, again, I'm sorry, the reason I'm bringing it up, sorry, is that it was about oil and gas again, about gas exploration or something. What's that uh, got to do with Picasso? Nothing. Nothing. It's just, I think, again, just the way they could be hurt. Why don't they go glue themselves out of the refinery or something? Somewhere, yeah, well, you know, glue one, of the, one of the ships is coming in with full of gas. They could glue themselves to the masthead like one of those, you know, dolphin or... Jeez, that'd take some doing, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, I'd know. be impressed if they did that. I'd be impressed. I'd, I'd, I'd wonder what they're protesting. Go up, <laughs> lather up their hand with the glue and just slap it on the side of the ship and hang there. Yeah, that'd be so great. And then they'll be, we'd be able to put it out and say, you didn't listen to that. No, that's no, right. No, our, our, our sponsorship. Stay out of the way of ships. That's it. Let's have a song and uh, we'll move on. Okay, what song do you want to hear? It's up to you. Well, you know, I'd really like to get your uh, input on it, just because I haven't got nothing ready. That's yeah, it's only got clean. All right, what about a bit of Ed Sheeran? Beautiful. MyMaintenanceCrew.org.au for a free quote and get your home or office looking great in no time. My Maintenance Crew is a certified social enterprise providing opportunities for those facing disadvantage in the greater Geelong area. My Maintenance Crew, we do it all, we do it well. Station sponsor. So My Maintenance Crew, yep. do you reckon they do a little bit of um, water jetting the pavement? I, they would be right into that. Do you reckon? Um, I reckon... I'm considering moving careers and becoming professional water jetting pavement dude. Because you'd be you satisfied. What, I would hire you. With, I would it, get a deck chair out. I'd get you to strip off to the waist, and I would sit there with a little pina colada or something and just watch you uh, create your <laughs> stickers phallus. Stop <laughs> it. Come on, let's have a bit more highbrow content. What are you? Oh, well, when it comes to highbrow content, mate, you should see the next guest yeah. we have on right now. Now, we're talking about one of the champions. Of the Sydney Swans, mm. right, back when they were South Melbourne, mm-hmm. back many years ago. I think his dad might have even played for him too. We'll ask you about it in a sec. And he uh, has recently become, well, over the last 10 years, he's been running days at the Rising Sun mm-hmm. down in South Melbourne. Now, we had a message come in um, saying that they, they used to get their yeah, roast from there or something. They used to go there all the time. It used to be the local. So it's a great pub, a lot of sporting memorabilia on the wall, a lot of Sydney stuff on the wall, Tim, which yeah. might surprise you. And this bloke... Uh, who's been running it for 10 years uh, and has they do the raffles down there. They make a great community. People from South Melbourne still feel connection to the Swans. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and does an amazing job. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you, Tim, a bloke I've met before, but you wouldn't know him. Uh, this is... Uh, hang on, I've got to find my thing here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to drag <laughs> it out a little stall. bit while I'm finding, very impressive, finding a pause. Uh, here, give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for Ernie Scott. Hey. I'm very well. How are you, Ernie? Uh, yeah, that, that, that sounded very nice. Well, the rising sun, that sounded good. It sounds, uh, it sounds like a great place to be on game day. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah, uh, as I said to everybody, it's like standing out on the outer the South Melbourne footy ground, uh, the way they barrack and dance on the tables when they win and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's a, 
It's a go down there. So, Very much so. South Melbourne used to play at Lakeside Oval, is that right? That's right, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. And now, I often wonder, because Sydney seems to have much more of a connection to South Melbourne than, say, perhaps uh, the Brisbane Lions have to Fitzroy, for example. Do you think it's because uh, South Melbourne moved to Sydney rather than any kind of merger? So you're still the Swans and still entirely the Swans, but you'd move to Sydney. Do you think that's the case? Exactly, exactly. We were uh, we were just about done and uh, we had to go somewhere and uh, Sydney took us on and uh, uh, it was great. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad, uh, and everybody glad they they did because uh, I know I was one that was uh, pretty upset to see us leave Lakeside Oval. But in saying that, uh, we've got stronger and stronger. Uh, so uh, uh, we've now got oh, I don't know fifty five thousand members. Yeah. Uh, that's that's Australia wide. But uh, yeah, well, they're all over the place. Our supporters, which is good. That's oh, fantastic, and and uh, I think you were uh, some involvement there at one stage by the good Dr. Uh, Jeffrey Edelston, wasn't there in the Sydney football? Oh, yeah, they were the days. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Ron yeah. Barassi is coach. Uh, uh, oh, Jeffrey and uh, Warry Capper, uh, and that that was a good double. That's, but, that's uh, <laughs> a double act. Yeah, these yeah. were some champion players to go through. Oof. When they first were like, you look at blokes like Greg Williams, Tony Lockett, Jared Healy, yeah. Paul Kelly, just absolute superstars of the AFL. Well, one, of, one of those awkward conversations would have been uh, Peter Caven and Tony Lockett when he went to Sydney, wouldn't it? Uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He demolished yeah, exactly. his face the year before. Yeah, sorry about that. I might apologise to your wife when I see her. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was, a redhead. he was a redhead to start with too, wasn't he, Peter Caven? Was he? Is that yeah. right? Well, he yeah, certainly he was. was after yeah. that. Yeah. That's so, right. Yeah. yeah, he was too. So, uh, we're, we're actually called Fat and Ginger here, Ernie. That's the name of our show. So we, we're, all, oh, okay. we're all about the redheads. We look after the redheads out there. We do. Well, you, you, you've got to be because uh, we're a rare breed, you know. Well, that's right. And, uh, you know, without the sunscreen, everyone, you know, the ginger's going to get rarer, aren't they? So That's right. So yep. true. So Certainly true. is, yeah. mate. Now, uh, you uh, you run a great day down there. I was a bit disappointed um, when we come down to film you down there that that, that, that was one of the, the only games the Swans didn't win for the year. That's we, right. we come down and I think you played, who did you play that day? Was it West Coast or Brisbane? Um, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Brisbane, but they knocked you off, mate. And we wanted, we wanted to uh, see the place erupt, like you mm. told me, what it's like down there when they went. But uh, I think you, that was the last game you lost until the grand final. That's right. Yeah, it was. We, we won, the, what was it, nine in a row after that? Yeah, uh, so, that's right. Uh, yeah, that was a, a possibly the last one we, uh, uh, we did lose. But in saying that, uh, it was a great day simply because uh, uh, you guys down there and also uh, we presented uh, uh, Guernseys to two of our former players, uh, which was uh, uh, one of the uh, going things that we do to our past players. What's the significance of the, the Guernseys, mate? And I think Jason Daniels was one of them, who I definitely remember. He, he played for St Kilda too, I think. That's right. He, he was a St Kilda boy and, uh, and came across to us and uh, played in the grand final. Uh, and uh, Sean Dempster was the other guy that uh, that got hits. That's, that's uh, right, yeah. yeah. And he played for St Kilda too, I reckon. That's, that's right. He likes to go to stop stealing yeah. players off St Kilda. Barry yeah. Hall, Tony yeah. Lockett. That's right. We, uh, many years ago, we, uh, uh, with St Kilda and uh, uh, the uh, South Melbourne sides, we used to have the Lakeside Oval Premiership. And uh, that was when St Kilda had their ground down at the Fitzroy Street end. 
and uh, the South Melbourne, and, and, uh, and it was a Lakeside Oval uh, uh, Premiership, which uh, uh, we won and they won, and so it went on backwards and forwards. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. interesting uh, times in those days. Now, because I, I reckon I can remember, did you move to Sydney in 82? 82, yep, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I was four. I can actually remember that happening. Were well, you four? I was four, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's, that was the last time Richmond won a, won a final until he was about oh, is that 44. Right? Is that right? Yeah, well, uh, our players in those days moved backwards and forwards uh, uh, to Sydney, to South Melbourne, and trained uh, down here and up there. And, uh, is that right? and it was, uh, yeah. Uh, it was one of those things where we hadn't uh, completely moved up there because uh, some of the Melbourne boys, they came back and trained down here and, wow. and then moved up to Sydney to uh, to play and do a little bit of training too, of course. That sounds, maybe that's what Cliffy Young was doing when he was doing the shuffle between Melbourne and Sydney, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah with him gumboots. Yeah, yeah, right. Footy training, yeah. Just going back from footy training yeah, back and forth. Him exactly. and the Gouros. Now, now you, you played a bit of footy, Ern, back in the old days, mate. Tell us about your career. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm an old body Alec boy and uh, I started off with them and uh, uh, played a bit of school football with Brighton Tech and uh, under 18 of, uh, with Body Alec and they also had the, uh, the Swan Colours, red and white. Uh, but uh, uh, with my father being an old uh, South Melbourne footballer, uh, uh, the... Uh, uh, the drawdown was to go down there and see how we went, but uh, I made reserves and that was as far as I went. But uh, in those days, uh, association football was very strong and uh, they were pinching a lot of uh, second 18 football and third 18 footballs uh, from the VFL and uh, to bolster their sides up. I finished up going to Oakley and had many years uh, over there. Uh, which was good. The bunny was better too, just quietly. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, but we at Oakley, we had a, a hand in glove with Richmond and a few South boys and uh, things like that. But uh, uh, yeah, it was excellent. But uh, I finished up uh, uh, the last game I ever played with uh, with Oakley was down at Port Melbourne and uh, finished up in Prince Henry Hospital but with concussion uh, yeah, and all that sort of stuff but, but besides that uh, yeah enjoyed the football loved the football yeah, we've got something in common there mate the last game I ever played I ended up in hospital too Apparently, I had some bad cream on me donut at halftime, so I had to go get that sorted out. But uh, yeah, my career didn't quite match yours, mate. You, uh, it sounds like you could play a little bit. And that was, those days, um, VFL clubs weren't as standalone over VFA clubs, were they? Like it was a, a better league, of course, but it was there was a lot more money elsewhere than what there was in the VFL. Is that right? Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah there was a bit of money around with the uh, the VFA. Uh, in actual fact. The VFA were that strong. Uh, they used to be a B-grade uh, uh, team in the carnival. The carnival used to be between the, the A-graders of West Australia, South Australia, Victoria. Uh, the B-graders were Tassie, uh, VFA, the amateurs and uh, Victoria, together with uh, New South Wales. So uh, they formed a, uh, quite a strong, a strong uh, association with, with the, uh, uh, the carnival. Yeah, okay. So, and, and a different sort of, yeah, different sort of setup, wasn't it? And um, do you often get to catch up with any of the guys that you used to play with back in those days pop into the riser, mate? Uh, not, not in the VFA. There's only, uh, in my era at Oakley, there's only 
uh, seven hours left that uh, they've all sort of passed on. But uh, we catch up with the uh, the. Uh, the South Melbourne boys, of course, uh, they're always in and out and uh, uh, they're around and we try to foster them as much as we possibly can mm. uh, together with the uh, uh, supporters. The supporters love them and uh, they all get into the, uh, the, the throng of, of the whole uh, concept of the game. It's, uh, oh, it's great. Oh, fantastic, man. And how many people would you get down there on game day to the Rising Sun? Oh, I would suggest because it's a two-storey situation, there's upstairs and downstairs, and I suppose something in the vicinity of, uh, uh, I don't know, 250. Holy dooly. Oh, day, yeah. mate. See you read more. It's, it's a huge day, really, because... Uh, and they're all there... Uh, they're there all the time. They they, uh, they become part and partial of not only the hotel, but uh, part and partial of the supporting group of the uh, Sydney Swans. And if uh, the Swans come down to Melbourne to play against one of the Melbourne teams, do you go along to the games or do you still watch them in the rising sun? Is that sort of... Uh, no, I, I, uh, I go to the games in Melbourne. The, the AFL uh, give us... Um, old players a chance to go to the, uh, a function prior to, to the game uh, and uh, depending on who you've selected to, uh, uh, to, to go to mm. uh, we might play uh, uh, say Richmond at the Melbourne Cricket Ground yep. so we then, then get uh, uh, as many fond supporters of we, or, or past players as we can yep. uh, and we get something like about 80 uh, 90 of the past players together with uh, the opposition and we just have one big hell of a day so uh, uh, that, that takes place um, but uh, no we only operate the uh, uh, the rebels and things like that to get together um, at the riser when the swans play out of Melbourne yep. away from Melbourne that is yep. uh, but in saying that there are still a lot of supporters go down uh, to the riser uh, and still watch the uh, the game whether they be playing in Melbourne it doesn't matter they go there they go there, all right, mate, don't they? It's pandemonium in there. They all, all jump up and down and carry on. Like you said, it's almost like they're at the game. Well, that's and right. It's yeah. fantastic yeah. to see. Now, at the, stop, at the start of the show, Ernie, um, we, we were talking about the the draft and the trade period and that sort of thing and how, you know, in my opinion, uh, all your picks don't amount to that much, you know, because it is a bit of a raffle. But Sydney and Geelong are two clubs that have managed to stay up in the, in the top echelon for so long. I think they've both only missed a couple of years out of the last, say, 20 uh, of playing finals, including you know, a couple of flags for each. What, what do you think is the, the catalyst for that? Why are those two clubs, as opposed to everyone else, they never bottom out. They never seem to go spend more than a year out of the finals and they're back again competing for, for the top prize when so many other clubs or nearly every other club has to go down and, and get draft picks and get you know a little bit of help and come back up. What, what, what do you think Sydney, especially, is uh, their, their secret weapon is? I think that their secret weapon is that they, they look at footballers and not athletes. Mm. I, you get an athlete who runs a, a 100 yards in even time, 
uh, as against a footballer. He couldn't run uh, that sort of time, but he can play football. He's got a football brain. And uh, in saying that, you look at the guys that we've got there, uh, the Haywards, uh, the Yohinis, and uh, uh, guys like that, those two. And there's uh, another guy there at, uh, on the half-board line, that put and do love whatever he's, uh, say his name. Uh, and uh, they're footballers. they got a football brain. But uh, and they move quite quickly, and uh, uh, but not a sprinter as uh, as such, you know. And you generally find that uh, in, in the uh, in the draft, uh, they jump up in the air. They can jump four foot or whatever it is, uh, and they run it uh, uh, quite quickly. But that doesn't make them a, a real good footballer. You take Greg Williams couldn't run out of sight in a week at a fault. But by the same token, well, uh, his mind is on the job and, and he's as quick as they come. That's it, mate. But it's, all, it's all about being an athlete, is it? Like, they used to call me Greg Williams. Did you know that? No, no. At, wo- right? at work, they reckon I used to handball with the best of them. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, you're right, mate. It's not all about the athletic ability, isn't it? You can teach that or you can get fit, but you can't teach a footy brain, can you? That's no. right. That's right. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, um, and that's where I think that the, uh, uh, the top sides, such as the Johns and, and the Swans, and I, I, uh, I just adore the way they, they do that. And you, if you have a look at the picks that these uh, these uh, sides get, they're, they're way down in the 30s and 40s and, and things like that. They're not ones and twos. Yeah, that's right. And we were talking about that at the start of the, exactly that. start of the show, mate. In the, uh, you know, we're, we're in a trade period at the moment where they're trading their players out for these picks. And you can have all the picks in the world, mate, but you just don't know because it is a bit of a lottery. You don't know of what you're going to get. Yeah, too true. Yeah, well, we'll hopefully um, they can continue to stay up the top for a long time to come. Your beloved Swans, mate, I know how much you love them. I've seen your shrine at your house <laughs> that you have there, which is quite incredible to behold. There's a a lot of red and white going on there. And, yep. uh, yeah, no, keep uh, getting down to the rise, mate, and keep supporting your side. You put on such a great show for the, the community right. down there. And you have told me that that's what's important. Is it's, it's bringing the community together, isn't it? It is indeed. It is indeed. Yeah, and, uh, it's yeah. great to see that. Um, when you have a look at a game on the television uh, and you look at, say, the grand final program and say the red and white in that uh, uh, in that uh, game was unbelievable. Uh, the sections of uh, of the Swan supporters. It's a, it's great to see. And uh, uh, I know when they won the uh, the grand final, what was it, the sixteenth? Uh, it, it was unbelievable. The South Melbourne was uh, alive. They could say mm. anything else about uh, other side, but we uh, we were alive down there. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's just a pity this year, mate, that the only red and white was the carcass of the uh, Sydney Footy Club at the end of the day. Well, the, the grand final was the day be, or the week before it when was, we put yeah. Hollywood. Uh, that's when they're up and about. And uh, uh, in that first quarter, we, we go calling with the same as what uh, Geelong did to us in the first quarter. Well, I'm trying to see you up there, mate, but you are unflappable. He is, he is. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're very diplomatic, mate. And I have spoke to you on the phone. You did say that the other night was uh, that, uh, yeah, yeah it, it, it wasn't your day, but they'll be back. That's one thing we know about Sydney. They don't give up. They come back stronger than ever. So they'll be back up there again next year, mate. Certainly hope so. Certainly hope so. It's going to be the greatest pleasure to go to another grand final with the red and whites.
Good on you, mate. Well, Ern, I really appreciate you giving up your time for us tonight, mate. Great to chat to you again. And I promise you, I promise you, I will get that edit finished for you at some stage, mate. <laughs> Thanks, Ernie. <laughs> well, sooner the better because everybody's asking for it. Yeah, I know. Well, I think people are going to start to drop off if I don't get it finished soon. So uh, give me a week, mate. I'll have that in your hands. Well done. Well done. See you later. Thanks. Good on you, Ern. Thanks for the chat, well, mate. All the best. All the best. Thanks, buddy. Bye. What a legend. Uh, great fella. Does a lot for the community. And one of the people that we chatted to there that helps you out with the raffles, I can't remember her name off the top of your head, but she just said, I've never seen anyone who's so selfless as this bloke. Yeah, you just, all he talks, cares yeah. about is that everyone has a great day. They come together. You know, if someone walks in in a, in a Collingwood jumper when they're playing Collingwood, he goes, right, hey, you got to dip in for the raffles. And it makes, yeah, it, yeah. makes it a great day. Yeah. And just a ripping bloke. Um, yeah, one of those lovely people you meet when you're uh, out and about. Yeah. Look, should we have a jingle and hop straight in the mailbag? I think we need a song, Tim, after that. Let's okay. play a song. Can, can I play yeah. this first? I've, I've discovered there's all these promos up here, so I'm just going to start playing promos. Oh, and then we'll hear a song yeah. from a band that I'm going to go see very shortly. Okay. Hang on. You ready? Yep. 94.7 The Pulse. No, I'll turn them on. You're meant to play a song, so should we do it again? We'll do it again, okay? I'll do it again. Hang okay. on. Okay. So, so it goes for five seconds. Right, and then you're going to play a song. Well, you didn't tell me this. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? This is something I could have practiced if I was here on time. <laughs> That's right. Are yeah, you ready? Yeah. Right. 94.7 The Pulse. Uh, one of my favourite songs. Is it? Yeah, it's up there. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't think you even knew what it was. You know that's from the 90s, right? Yeah, it's uh, The Doors, right? <laughs> no, nah, it's not his best work. Apparently he... Uh, uh, Axel, not Axel Foley. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's one of my favourites. Nah, no, Axel Foley. Axel Rose. Yeah, he, um, he did that other song that went. Oh, how cool was that when you were a kid too? Um, apparently, uh, he was quite instrumental in getting them over the line as a band because they were all hard into the drugs and alcohol and stuff. And he pretty much said, "Look, guys, we're either in or out. We're either doing this properly or we're gone." And yeah, they all. Sort of straightened up and flew right, and and then, and then made it big, and then got back into the drugs. Well, sort of a bell-shaped curve, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah, inverted yeah. bell-shaped yeah, curve. Yeah. He, uh, he, he apparently is a bit of a different cat, though. He's a bit well, of a, he's a very bit of a, different a, cat. an a-hole in the old days. Yes, quite right. up himself and arrogant. Uh, you know, it happens to the best of us. I got a bit like that for a while when I Did made it big in the. Would you in make the, me in? Um, uh, in the Pizza Hut? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they, they asked me to leave. Were you one of all the, you can eat? And I said, I say no, I paid my money and it's, I deserve to be here. It's all you can eat. Yeah. That's right. And um, they went out of business long after. Because so. you wait for They don't do all you can eat anymore. Um, can you play the jingle for Mailbag and we'll hook into that? I think that's a great idea, Tim. Thanks, mate. Um, thank you for bringing it up and I'd really like to do that. Yeah, yeah. You ready now? Yeah, I'm ready now. Good. Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. Yes, the time of the week where we get... You've got to give me more warning about these things. Like have a run sheet or something? Yeah, like a run sheet yeah, that tells me what's coming up. up and I go, yeah. Oh, there's one here. Yeah, it's under my phone. one that I prepared earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, mailbag. There it is. <laughs> oh, actually, I should have read these before so I know what's coming up. Jesus. Hey, guys. Oh, no, I shouldn't. No, not to myself. I <laughs> should. Right. Yeah, I All right, so this is where we get uh, you to contribute to the show and uh, we've got three that we've picked out of the uh, you know vast mailbag that comes in. Yeah, uh, where well, you go down to the post office, don't oh, you? I do the PO With box. a big sack. Yeah, that's... 
and uh, and come back with a with a smaller sack. I don't know what happens down there. Oh my God! You swap sacks, I suppose. Is that what we're doing? Is that the level? Is that where we're at? What? That, that joke. Is that it's, where it's, we're at? It wasn't a joke. I was an observation. No, look, first one, first one is, uh, hi, guys. I'm getting married outside on Wednesday afternoon with no backup indoor option. How's the weather looking? Wendy from Curl Lewis. Well, what's that meant to mean? Wendy, I've got some news for you. Has she got a nap? Hey? <laughs> no? Has she got a nap? No, apparently not. She's coming to Fat and Ginger for her weather. Okay. Uh, we stopped get... doing the weather, didn't we? No, we're going to do it again. It was boring. Yeah. Oh, you're going to do it? Well, I thought so. I've got the thing queued up here we can do it and it is going to absolutely what time is it 9-12 well, even if it's not going to piss down, down I'm going to go there and with a sprinkler or something no you won't need to day. you won't need to it's going to start raining tomorrow afternoon why are we why are we even reading this out like, we're giving people like that some time on air well, why are we reading that out Look, I'd rather just talk to myself or have messages come in on the or computer. Or just have messages come in. Listen, yeah. right, look, Wendy's going to have enough problems this time tomorrow afternoon because it's going to bucket down. So, but look, she shouldn't whinge because, you know, we still have pretty good weather here, so. Yeah, well, Wendy, I hope your wedding day... Is it a wedding day? Yeah, yeah, she's getting married. Why is she married on Wednesday? Pretty cheap. Now... She sounds cheap. Oh, stop. These are our fans. This is, she, Wendy, oh, she's all, a fan. She's ringing up saying, can you tell me the weather? Wendy, all the very best. She could ring up and say anything. Like, just say something like, uh, hey, Tim, where do you buy your hats from? You know, something like that. We done? No, I'm not done. I'm <laughs> sick of just these stupid things coming in. Right. Oh, speaking of stupid coming in, I just read the yeah, next that, one. that's right. Hi, Legends. Go Cats. Uh, I've attached a couple of pics uh, that my new missus took of me outside Pulse FM. I'll see you both soon, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. From friend of the show, Wayne from Mount Mercer. He knows where we are. Yeah, so we'll have to he put those pictures. He knows where we are. We'll put those pictures up on the Facebook page. Tell you, another thing he sent in too, uh, I don't know if you saw it, and we probably should have posted this, was he put in pictures of... He must have been down at the Cats Family Day. Oh, yes, I have seen that. And, yes. and then apparently I was down there, but I didn't see it. There was a big Cats jumper that you yeah. signed, and he signed it, and he said, G'day, Fat and Ginger on it. He did, yeah. So he put our names on there. He did. So look, Which that's is, uh, It was nice of him to write it, but then you read underneath it was from Wayne at Mount Mercer. That's right, mate. It wasn't from Joel Selwood. No, that's right. So, would he be signing the big jumper? He probably did, I suppose. Hey, you know, he probably would have signed. Man, man signed, of the people. Signed our jumper and said, hey, Fat and Ginger, how you going? Well, I, yeah. I listened to him weekly. He, yeah. he did say that to me once. How's the framing going of the Premiership jersey, by the way? Oh, I bought one. I oh, know you bought one. Yeah, yeah that's I'm framing it. I'm waiting for the cards to come out. You know, the Premiership cards. I don't know that. No, nah, when you win a grand final, Tim. Well, <laughs> and you've got to wait for the photo to be developed of the oh the family massive yeah. clown. Oh, it's a good one too. I'll show it to you right now. Yeah, right. no, I'm not going to look at it. Uh, right, there, you go. there it is. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. massive family there. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking pretty happy there, yeah. aren't I? Uh, right, so here we go. Um, Jerry from Newtown writes, can one of you guys mow my lawn for me? I can't be bothered. I can't pay you, but I can give you sunscreen and a Geelong cat sun hat. Again, Gary is, from Newtown. Is that the Gary from Newtown that I think it is? I don't know, but he's willing to offer you a cat sun hat and some sunscreen. Well, I think maybe he should keep that for himself. Well, If it's the one I think it is, yeah. I think he might need to hang on to that sort of stuff. Well, Because we want him running around again next year. Well, if it is There's him, a big summer coming up. If it is him, would yeah. you go mow his lawn for him? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. Just for that pack mark he took against Collingwood, went back and slotted it from 50. That's not the one good thing he's done in like... I don't care. That's all he needs to do, mate. If, it, if he didn't do that, we don't win the flag this year. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Yeah. All right. So he does a lot of things, mate. Good on you, Gary, from Newtown. Luke will be there directly. He'll I'll, I'll my, I don't even mow my own lawns and I'll mow yours. <laughs> that's it. There you go. Lovely. Yeah, that's, uh, that's mailbag. And, and Tim will be there to spray your pavement. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I'll clean the driveway. As long as it's dirty enough. Oh, it'll be dirty, all right. (laughs) It'll be real dirty after I've been there. Now, I was, because I got a bit excited about the weather, right? So, because that's the stage of life I'm at. And. Oh, we're gonna... oh, my God. Hang on. We'll, do, we'll... do you know what you sound like, mate? You've what? been talking about, oh, geez, I can't wait to do me lawns. I've been watching videos of people yeah. spray jetting on pavement, and now you just can't. You're excited about that? I'm starting to think, like, I don't think we have anything in common anymore. <laughs> we probably don't. Yeah. No, that's right. So are we still friends or what? Yeah, opposites attract. Opposites yeah. attract, yeah. <laughs> I still find you quite sexy, actually. Easy now. All right. So, uh, hey, should we play the, we'll play the weather jingle? The Pulse Weather yeah. for Geelong and the Surf Coast. Brought to you by the Victorian Regional Channels Authority. Keep clear of big ships. Oh, there we go, our favourite sponsorship. That's a good one. Now, so the lowest temperature ever recorded, right, I'm going to do this all in the next 24 seconds, is negative 89.2 in Vostok, Antarctica, July 21st, 1983. Yeah. And the highest temperature ever recorded was 56.7, measured at Greenland Ranch in Death Valley, California, on July the 10th, 1913, with six seconds to go. My point being, don't whinge about the weather because it's not that bad at the end. Thank you. That's how you do the weather. Because really, the weather here is actually not too bad. I give up your Tuesday night to come in here. Well, not much of it because you got here. Well, I get here late, late, but yeah. I do come in here, and I, I, you know, I hope for some scintillating chat, Tim. Hope for some nice segments. I hope for some some re- listeners to actually write something decent. No bloody Wendy from wherever she's from going, oh, Kerr what's Lewis. the weather like from Kerr Lewis? I tell you what, stick your head out the window, Wendy, and find out, or even better, from a moving car. Go and stick your head out and let us know what's going on. All right. Uh, we, I don't know. Should we have a song? Because uh, have we got anything for Force Night Out? Have you got anything for me? No, I haven't. No, been. that's right. Yeah, so how's, your training, <laughs> how's your training going? Uh, yeah, it's going good. I'm on about six cans a day at the yeah, moment. Yeah, no, you to do it. So, so. No, no, I'm doing... Actually, I've got a bit of a, an update for you there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the day before... Yeah. My sister's invited me. Oh, I know. How do you know that? Because she invited me too, but I said no. Oh, <laughs> so I'm going to go to the Doug Kelly yeah, races. I and I actually said to her, look, I can't. I've got runs along the next day. It's a forced night out thing. I've got to do it. Yeah. And she said, well, that's no excuse. Yeah. And then my partner got involved and said, well, I'll be wearing a nice dress if you want to come and have a look at that. Yeah. And I've just gone, well, that's yeah, it. I'm yeah. coming. And of course, when you go to the races, you can't stand there and go, oh, I'm not drinking. Oh, you can't. Just get to have a few sherbets and uh, get Imagine going to something like that sober. Well, and I... Some of those country race days are also fundraisers for certain good causes as well. Well, can I swap your days? Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> so there we go. Well, I did say, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it, yeah. right? And I've said that I would, yeah. and I will do it. I'll rock up in the morning, and it's just going to change it slightly. I'm going to add a little S in there. It's going to be runs Geelong. Oh, dear. Because it's going to be runs all the way down along somewhere. I don't even know what time it starts, Tim. There's no information. I looked it up trying to think how much sleep can I have, how much, you know, what can I do in the morning to try and alleviate well, the pain. They, they will email you, or they'll email me, actually, but you'll know all in the fullness of time, and I'll yeah. make sure that you know everything that you need to know so that you can adequately support Ten isn't it? Yeah, it's a long way. Hey, Wendy, do you reckon you could pick me up? <laughs> oh, no, Wendy. Give me a lift. She's cut your loose. She's, she's switched over to K-Rock. She's mm, enough. Sorry, um, Wendy. Should we have a song and then do That's Crap? Yeah, right, a bit of Beatles might cheer me up. All right. 94.7 The Pulse. Don't believe the hype. That's actually... 
crap. That was seamless. That was seamless. <laughs> Just a little pause there for you to reflect upon your... Now, if you were here on time, Tim, <laughs> we would have had this all sorted. Uh, Jerry, what mate. time did you get here? Uh, I think I got here at about quarter to seven. Can I show you this? Yeah, go on. Yeah, I know. I've seen that video. Have uh, you? That excites me. Just pork knuckle. Crackle. And oh. you know the, what I love when they do crackling videos on those real things is they run the knife up and down the crackle mm. and it makes that scraping noise. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah, it I just like, gets you excited. Like that it? piece of food there mm. would shave 10 years off your life. Oh, and I happily. Yeah, and, 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 and happily only the worst 10 years, by the way. And that's right. So those 10 years, but, you know, yeah. in, the, in the twilight you know, period of your life where things aren't going so great. Well, yeah, well, I'm happy you, to shake it off, yeah, yeah, for that crackle. Um, now, that's crap. So yeah. uh, segment, obviously, which we have every week uh, when we're here. Um, when we're here. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because oh, we're never here. No, nah, we've just been a bit... Why are we continue with the show? We're never here. When we do here, no, no, we're not... No, 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 no. We're rocking up late. We're not interested. No, 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 no. You're rocking up late. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, you know, we're a team, I thought. <laughs> Are we not a team? No, of course we're a team. We're always. Yeah. Now, uh, in That's Crap is a segment where we talk about things that everyone thinks are pretty good, but we, in fact, know that they're crap. Yeah, they are crap, and I've got a good one. Yeah, it's like, I'll go first. You go first. So... Um, I know that the boys on uh, Essential Rhythm spoke about this a bit earlier on uh, for all you uh, devotees. They're great, the aren't they? They, they are on Essential Rhythm. Yep. Um, Big entourage, though. Oh, massive Way entourage. too many people for what they'd do. Oh, uh, that's a production team of cast of thousands. Yeah, but mine was sequels and franchises in movies. Okay, that's an interesting one. Go ahead. Well, I'm just sick of them. I'm sick of... I'm sure what happens is the accountants all sit around at MGM Grand or Marvel or whoever and go, you know what, share prices dipped a bit, what can we do? We'll let Chris Hemsworth show his arms, make another movie. Well, we had this chat. Bang. I know, I we know. this chat but about... Hang on, we were getting there. Marvel, yeah. yeah. But, okay, Marvel's a great example. Yep. Um, the one about the car dude that... Where the um, Vin Diesel, Fast and Furious. Yeah, how many of those have there been? Oh, ten. Yeah, ten. Right, probably more. And, and it's just again, it's just cynical. And not one of them. Maybe the first or second might have been a, a half decent, but they're, they're, they're garbage. I tell you what, you give me absolutely give garbage. me a car crime movie. Give me Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, that's all right. Much better movie. Gone in sixty seconds. So, uh, had a bit of a story. Yeah. It was a one-off. Didn't try to be any more than it was. Better cars. Yeah. What was the bloke's name in it? Do you remember? Nicholas Cage. <laughs> no, no, I, don't, I don't know what the character's name was. Well, it was, uh, oh. No. Club Lang. No, that wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Trey, Trey someone. No. Oh, I'll look it up while you're. Um, what else? What other ones? Jurassic Park, another one that's had about 15 movies made of it now. Um, oh, the last one of that was Garvey. So, this is what they do, mate. They just ruin. But it's all about, yeah, like you said, Memphis, Memphis Reigns, that was his name. Memphis Reigns, and that is a cool name. That is a good so, name. Um, you know, and you go, it, it's been, the Brits are really good at it, right? They produce something high quality, and they say, right, we're only going to do this many. Yeah. Let's say for TV like James Bond, for example. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, thank you. They like <laughs> Faulty Towers, right? They only made 13 of them. Yeah. The office only made 12 or 13 of them. Yeah. Right, and then they said, that's it. That's it. Because they don't want to pollute it. They don't yep. want to dilute it and pollute it. But, okay, James Bond's not a great example. That has to be the most cynical movie ever made. What? James Bond, because all it is... It's not is, just one movie. No, the, se- thank you, series. Yeah. Right? All it is is about product placement. Right, yeah, and I don't know. And their stories, I could write in an afternoon. they were the last few have been pretty good. Yeah. And the idea that you've got a world famous spy, like, come on, 
Well, so. he's not known outside of his circles in the world that he's in. Bond, James well, Bond. There, there could be one out there right now, and you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. No. no. There's all sorts of stuff going oh, on. Oh, all sorts of stuff. We could only yeah. speculate. Yeah. Well, well, we did get listened to by the feds, remember? That's right. So well, how do they know? They, Maybe Bond was on the case then. Poor bloke. They go, Mate, have we got an assignment for you? Yeah, you got to listen to Fan Ginger every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. He, he said, give me Blofeld any day. Well, it was actually 8 o'clock on a Monday back then, wasn't it? When yeah. We got, and, uh, so let's get back to your age. Okay, so. hangover, right? The second one was good. The third one was rubbish. Oh, they just kept going. They always go. They always, they always go, go too far. As we Blues say. Brothers. But why do they do that? Because of the money. The money. It's, it's all, all money. money. It is. A, it is. A, the movie making business is a money making business. Is. They're not in there to. If they happen to win awards and that, and they go, oh, that's well, great, fantastic. Only but because it, then they can make more money. Make more money. But it's. Uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I and mean, that's why these days movies are crap because oh, yeah. uh, the art's been taken out of it. And we, you know we've, we've spoken about this. Worst sequel of all time: Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, it was a shocker. Yeah. Could you could you top that? I know you're a movie official. I'm pretty sure. Uh, the only way you could muck that up is if you. Made a sequel to like the Goonies or Ferris Bueller's Day oh, Off or one of those classics. Fair. Well, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you know, he drives the Ferrari out the window. Spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah. Drives the Ferrari out the window. You haven't watched it by now, mate. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You can't make a sequel to that. No, you can't. No, no. They, but they are talking about a remake, or they were. Of Ferris Bueller's Day yeah, Off. It would be a disaster. Is there any good remakes? Oh, um, Who's the last time we saw a remake? What was the one with, yeah, well, the one with um, uh, Bradley Cooper and the singer where... Um, the Star is Born. That was good. That's been remade about yeah. four times. Yeah, that was good. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's the scene. There's the scene. Sorry to interrupt. There's the scene where he's on stage, where she's at the award ceremony, where he, he pisses himself. I thought, "Geez, I, I have been drunk in my life. <laughs> I don't know whether I've ever quite been as drunk as that." I know a bloke who uh, pooed himself once. <laughs> Hello to Nick out of the refinery. Um, so yeah, oh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that as a. I'll give you that as a. Uh, that's as a, as a, as a, that's, Let's move on. That's crap. <laughs> How appropriate is that? Uh, what do you got? Um, I won't mention the bloke at the front. Um, now I've got. Uh, I, I was just reading a story before because I'm very prepped for tonight, and I was <laughs> all over it. I spent weeks, Tim, uh, weeks trying to come up with what I was going to do for that crab, uh, and then just like 20 minutes ago, I was leafing through Facebook yeah. while the song was playing, which is probably why we're not prepped when we come back. Yeah. And uh, I, I found this story right, and it got me mad, and it was about. An Instagram star. Sorry, I'll I'll stop you there for starters. Is there such a thing? Well, this is my point. So it was a news story. It wasn't. It was on Facebook, but it was like news.com or whatever. Right. So this is which is supposed to report the news, Tim. What the name suggests, doesn't it? It's Mm news.com. Exactly right. And this was a story about a mum who was an Instagram. Influencer, influencer. What a what a joke! Oh, I know. I know. Anyway, and she was jumping up and down because she went away for a girls' trip for for two days and left the kids at home, and people got stuck into her. And she said, "Oh, let's start this conversation because <coughs> if it was a bloke, um, you know, people wouldn't be jumping up and down." Now, firstly, 
I can't believe we even have to say that. No. That's just ridiculous, right? But women and men can go away for a couple of days. She, she left it with the husband. Is, that what, is that what the, the facts she, of the matter are? But why are we even talking about it? It's not even a story. No, of course right? People want to jump up and down about that. Stuff them. They're idiots. It's like Wendy called him before. <laughs> not even worth the time of day, right? right? Well, you know, Wendy can... The, the thing is, so what it is, is it's, 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 it's old mate journalists sitting at their desk on a Monday they're morning. They're bored, they're um, lazy. You know, tapping they... the pen gun. What I'm going to do, I oh, know, what we'll do is we'll report on the social media reaction. Why are we this. even talking? Like, I mean, we're talking about it because we, it's stupid, right? Yeah. But uh, first of all, the whole idea that you can't go away for two days and leave your kids is ludicrous. So with, of course yeah, you can. With the, with, other with, with the other parent, with yeah. the love parent who, who's a good parent. Right. Like, it's, the, well, that's not a story. It's not a story. You know? at all. And, 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 but, but whatever her name was, let's call her Wendy. I can't remember her name, but we'll call her Wendy. So why is she making a big deal of it in the first place? You know, if someone says that to you, you go, you're a dickhead. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but it's not. It's not even a. I don't know. It's not. A, yeah. It's not a conversation. It's not like. No. It's not something that someone in the real world has to worry about. No. You know, if if. I'm not married these days, Tim, as you probably know. I, uh, I've had a couple of uh, failed ventures there, like, a like, dips like, it. Like, like business ventures. They didn't work out. But if my wife wanted to go away for two days and, and someone said, oh, that's disgusting that you let her go away for two days, I'd go, you're not my friend anymore. Go away. No, that's right. I've got nothing to say to you. You're a... You've got nothing to nah. contribute to my life, to anyone's life. Go away. But, always... but what I wouldn't do is get on social media and go, oh, how's this person said this? So let's start the conversation. First of all, Wendy, I assume that's her name now. Yeah, no, she shouldn't have said it. No. She's just looking for something to to uh, promote her as a person, that yeah. she's got something worth talking about. And then the people that said it shouldn't have said it. No. But then the bloke who reported it for the news shouldn't have been reporting it. It's a nothing thing. Yeah, but that, the, the problem is this, right, is in this day and age where you've got internet-based news services, is they've got to fill up content 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And there simply isn't enough crap happening in the world to do it. But that is what it is. It's crap. Of course it is. And so they have to come up so with... So how do we cash it on it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Things like news.com.au would have been absolutely cock-a-hoop when the Queen passed away. Yeah. Because like, they could just... Well, they, they went for weeks, It went you for know? weeks of just coverage. And, you know... It's like, it's like all right, me and you saying... Um, I don't know. Let's, let's pick an example from earlier in the night, right? You've, you've started going on about um, the water jet and concrete and how great it was for you. You know, Probably, you, yeah. you just found it to be fascinating. Now, I saw that and I thought, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. Right? And, 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 you know, I'm glad you enjoyed it. You're, as your a, friend. Wa- you're a water jet phobic. Yeah, it's like me you saying... You people who pressure clean concrete. Yeah, yeah. it's like me saying that. Yeah. And then and then you sort of say, well, you shouldn't be saying that. And, and all, next thing you know, the news is reporting. That's right. About the re- no, no, no. The news is reporting the re- social media reactions to us saying that. Yeah, and, and you're sitting there going, well, all I was doing was doing what I enjoyed. Yeah, that's right. I just wanted to water pressure some concrete. And now I've just copped it from everywhere. And, and right. I'm starting a conversation for people who like water jetting concrete. That's right. And they report that and they go, oh, how's this story? How? And then John John on Instagram said, yeah, I agree with Tim. And, and, and Steph from 
I don't know, Reddit said this and Yeah, that. I know. And there's always going to be someone that ridicules someone else for, for what they do. We well, ridicule each other constantly. Well, well, that's what we do. That's our right. dynamic. But what I'm saying is like there... Is that yeah. what this is, a dynamic? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's way above what, our, what it is. But what I'm saying is yeah, like, sorry. if you look hard enough, you're going to find someone who's going to tear people down about something. Yeah. But, but, but the fact that they report that now and they call it news... and uh, like, Another great example, and I think we spoke about it last the time on air, the Geelong yeah, footy players who yeah. come out... 99.9% of the population thought it was brilliant. That they'd yeah. outdone themselves. They were the kings of Mad Monday. They did it even better. They all rocked up as old people. But they found the one person that said, oh, no, nah, that's, uh, as an old person, I was offended. And, uh, you know, that's not what we're about. And they reported that like people all over the country were offended. It wasn't. It was nah. one dickhead that then, was offended. But, but, then, but then what it is is they want you to engage on that page. So then you go and click on their things. I and, know what it's about. That's but that's, all about, but it's breeding it? discontent. It's breeding people to sit there and bag other people and, and tear other people down because all of a sudden they get, a bit of airtime, or they get a little bit of traction, or whatever it is that the thing is. Don't forget about the media's impact during COVID too, like what they did during COVID. Like you, that uh, some particular web-based news services were the, the sensationalism, and everything was you know the world was going to end, and every th- absolutely just, uh, bordering on irresponsible. But there's, but, but there's no repercussions for no. that. Nobody's watching it and going, no, you're just making crap up there to try and get clicks. And you're causing all this panic. You're causing all this mayhem. You're causing people to, you know, go to, to basically shut their neighbours out and 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 live in this cocoon world. It, it, but no one's ever got to put their hand up and, and say, um, you know, I'm sorry I did that. Uh, There's no repercussions. Uh, have you ever, it's just breeding discontent and, and nobody's doing anything about it. Have you ever watched Media Watch on a Tuesday night? Oh, well, don't do that because you wouldn't be listening to Fat and Ginger. No, 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 no. Media Watch. I, I tape it and I watch it at a later date because... But you know, it is, if you ever want that repercussion, that's a great show to watch because he just rips them apart. Well, that, I, I did used to watch it in the old days. Mm. Um, I think we used to study it. Was that, has that been on for like yeah. 20, 30 years? Forever, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we used to study yeah. in media studies in in school, and and that's a good example of it. But oh, it's just so. Like journalists these days, you don't even have to be a journalist anymore. Oh, you just watch social media and you write up some crap right. and you post it and you yeah. go, oh, "I'm a journalist." No, you're not. And it's what makes you laugh is when you see an article in in some newspapers, and it'll be an article about you know, you know, the cat was born. Oh, no, the cat was found up a tree, and it's written by like three people, and you go, "How is it?" taken three, three people to write this article. Well, one was based at the, 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 the lower branches right. of the tree. One proofread it. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Crap, and that's crap. So, so news is crap yeah, these days. I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of everything, Tim. I'm going. That's it. No worries. Do, I, do we have to go? No, nah, not yet, but let's have a song. Oh, let's have a song. I'll right. calm down a little bit. Sorry, people. No, no, don't be sorry. That's you. Enjoy your fishing, but keep out of the way of big ships. This message brought to you by the Victorian Regional Channels Authority, station sponsor. I knew you'd want that one in. That's, oh, that's your, my favourite. That's your favourite. Yeah, yeah, I always look for ships now. You do, going and, down, uh, driving down Rory Street. Yeah, you never know when you're going to see uh, one, Tim, but I'll tell you what, I know to get out of the way of it. That's right, because it can't yeah. get out of the way of you. Can it? No, they can't. Well, they can't turn in time. Yeah. Uh, Too big. I've never been to Egypt. You have, haven't you? Uh, Egypt, no, I haven't, no. Well, they reckon where the Suez Canal is, you're walking through the desert, 
and you can't see it, and then just suddenly this big ship sort of seems to sail through the desert. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, so apparently yeah. it's very cool. So you've got to look out for ships everywhere is what I'm saying. Yeah, well... Even I'm, in the desert. Mate, after hearing that ad, I, I always constantly... Yeah. I was in the supermarket tonight looking for them. No, that's right, yeah. Big well, ships. You were sort of... that probably explain why you are there for three hours. And when I was out in the um, refineries to see, look for big ships... I'm not sure where you're going with it, but I think we're going to try <laughs> and get on. that one off of the pass. Okay, cool. Anyway, so look, uh, have you got the jingle there for the Justin Murphy Award? I do, mate. Are you ready for it? Oh, I think I'm ready for it. Are you ready for it? Would you like me to play it now? I'd like you. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, what I'll do is I'll play it now. Excellent. Um, do you want to tell people what it's about? Or do you want to just play it? <laughs> <laughs> Microphones are still on, right? Justin Murphy Award is for somebody who's just generally carried on like a bit of a dick, really. Yeah, just someone who's a hypocrite of sort. Yeah, that's Something right. like that. Yeah, here we go. Um, so I've gone a, a double-barreled one if I can. Yeah. Um, I know I've bent the rules a few times recently. We gave it to Kane Corns about six times in a row, I think. Yeah, we deserved it, though, didn't During the course of footy season. And then I felt bad because he ran, like, from Adelaide to Melbourne for charity. I thought, oh, OK, you're not a bad person, but... You know, I suppose then you go back and you go, well, hate the game, not the player, et cetera, et cetera. So, Kane Corns, I still don't like it, right? Um, this Tonight, I've given it to uh, the Optus starter hackers and Optus. Well, both of them. Both of them. So, Jeez, both sides of the equation. And the seems, reason... It seems a bit harsh. It, well, it, it is a bit harsh, but I'll explain. So, now, I'm with Optus. Should hey? I be offended by that? No, but... I want to change your driver's license number or something. <laughs> um, so at quarter to ten here uh, on Pulseville, we don't actually do that enough, do we? Say the time and the station that we're on. But then there's probably a few. Th- no one's listening. Probably a few things we don't do. Um, but so anyway, up to the, for the story for those of you that have been living under a rock with your eyes shut and your ears covered for the last two weeks is that. Uh, Optus lost a whole bunch of customer data to what I'm reliably informed was a fairly basic hack. Okay, now, I probably should have paid more attention to this as I am with Optus. <laughs> and it, it just didn't worry me, because I figure if anyone's got my details, what are they going to do with them? What are they going to take off me? I've got no, nothing. But, but they can sign you up for stuff. Like what? No, I'm, run Geelong? Yeah, well, that's right. All, yeah. all I, don't need, I don't need hackers to sign me up for no, stuff like that. Right, yeah. and well, is that what they can? They can sign you up yeah. for what? Well, if they've got your... Uh, driver's license number and some other personal details they can start I don't know borrowing money in your name or yeah. stuff like that so well, can they give me some no well you can certainly ask for a cut I suppose yeah but, oh, but, I'm happy to do that so the reason why Optus are in on it is that apparently this personal data of all these people and I don't know the exact number but it was a big number like we're talking tens of thousands of people mm-hmm. wasn't very well secured and that it was a fairly basic operation by this hacker to get this information okay. it wasn't behind all the firewalls and all that sort of other stuff that it should behind. So why, why wasn't it? I don't know. Laziness, complacency, all those things. Surely in this day and age, yeah, you know well, that, that sort of crap goes on. Well, and you'd yeah. think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. So yeah. with the, you know, Russians being all up and about and they're into a bit of hacking. So Yeah, yeah well, um, you know, well, the, the people at Optus, the good people at Optus, they, yeah, gave, well, me, they gave me a new phone, so I should say that. Did they? Well, why they give you a new phone? one broke. Did you break it? Well, not technically. <laughs> but, no. Uh, no, look, uh, like I said, I don't know enough about it, but so what What astounds me tonight is that you've not just gone for them, but you've gone for the hacker. You've gone They're for both. both. Yeah, put them in the same group. Well, they're as bad as each other. So, you know, it's like you, you've got your two kids when they're young and, you know, Tobes punched me or why'd you let him punch you? Yeah, okay, I can see that. But what, if you're saying that it wasn't protected... 
and this particular hacker exposed that, isn't that a good thing? Is it like an Edward oh, Snowden situation? Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like if, Edward Snowden. Well, you know, he's not, not exactly giving away American secrets. No. But he's giving away my secrets. That's right, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, I'm happy to expose my secrets to people. Well, you've never had a problem with that sort of thing in the past. I'll give no, you that. So no, there's nothing there to, to worry about. No, I suppose, well, that's a good part. I mean, Hoptus would be very embarrassed by this. Extremely yeah. embarrassed. And, of course, all the other big telcos have hopped on it. And I don't know if you've seen, but there's been plenty of ads getting around about, you know, we value your personal privacy from people like Telstra and Vodafone and, you know, basically rubbing their face in it. And yeah. There would have been some... They don't, do they? No, nah, there would have been some very uncomfortable meetings at Optus after this. I've got a couple of emails. Right? This is what I mean. Like, I just don't care about that stuff anymore. I didn't even read them. It was like, it was cover my ass emails, mm. you know. Yeah, from, that's right. Yeah. From such and such at Optus going, oh, no, we value your privacy uh, and we're going to do this, this and this. And you go, no, you're not. Yeah, you didn't do anything before. You're only doing it now because you got exposed. That's like, right. It's just, the world's full of crap. I, I don't know why I feel so cynical tonight. I'm just sick of crap. No, nah, it's true. What you find out, I reckon, as you get older is two things. You find out that majority of people are making it up as they go along. Yep. And the other, and the, the other one I'm discovering as I get older is mostly you can get away with it. Yeah. Because yeah, people are just too nice. Okay, yes, they're too nice and they're too busy. Yep. to really stop and focus on stuff that's gone wrong. And, and I find, too, you find that you can't change anything anyway. It's, uh, it's right. too big for us, Tim. That's right. Uh, well, uh, we, we're sort of losing the plot here tonight, aren't we? No, no, no. It's, look, it's, look <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about, ah, oh, just give up. No, not really. Yeah. Not Well, yeah, maybe I a little know. bit. No, look, and, and be yourself. Should we give up radio? <laughs> no, not at all. Be yourselves, kids. Be yourself. <laughs> except if, Listen to Billy Eilish. Except if you're Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Like, well, that's the thing, right? <laughs> he was you know, being himself, was he? No, well, he was being himself and it didn't go well, did it? Yeah. Ted Bundy, he was himself. Um, but, well, all right, the Optus hacker was more to being being himself. Yeah, that's true. There you go. And he just wanted to hack some stuff. Maybe what I love, what I love is maybe it was some teenage kid who was just stuffing around and just <laughs> happened to, to find. Yeah, like, a bit like um, uh, Matthew Broderick in War Games. Yeah. Remember okay. that movie? Yeah, I did, actually. Yeah, that's it's quite a clever film. Is that in the collection? Of course it is. Yeah. Is there a movie? A lot that... worse films than that in my collection. Oh, was it a bad film? No, I'm not saying it's a bad film. No. I'm saying there's a lot Yeah, of, there's a lot of bad films that are in my collection. I've got the good ones. What? Uh, what uh, do you have a number in the collection at the moment? Uh, like how many months yeah, to? Yeah. I don't know. It's still climbing. 10,000? Uh, probably not that many, but not far off. So... Can you let me know, actually, can you let me know at 10 to 10, when it, I want at least two months' notice on when you're next moving house. Because I'm going to make sure that I'm in Turkmenistan <laughs> or somewhere inaccessible so I don't have to move those shelves again. Hey, nobody's ever done it twice. Or can I... I go through friends trying I, to move them. Can I make a far-out suggestion? Get a removalist? Well, well, you tried that. They didn't show up. They didn't show up. No, they yeah. not. So. How about, and I'm just spitballing here, how, oh, about, I know you, this is how yeah. about you take the DVDs off the shelves and put them in boxes? I've done that before too. I would move those all day long. That's fine. It's just the whole... It takes forever, mate. <laughs> And I, I'm a busy man. I haven't got that sort of time. What I prefer to do is get my friends yes. over and, and break every bone in their body but, trying to move them from one house to another. Yeah, I mean, it's heavy, but we did it successfully. 
Oh, jeez. Except I'm, for that one that toppled over oh, in the yeah. back oh, of the truck. The funny thing was, we were... You were behind me, were you? We were behind you in the car. Yeah. We could hear it tip over yeah. from the car behind. Like, yeah, well, that's not good. And open up all sort of... I, oh, couldn't, oh. I couldn't hear it in the front. Could I don't you? know. It must have been like a heavy partition or something. Oh, jeez. So I've come alive now. I was so depressed before. <laughs> so depressed talking about the world and things you can't change. But I remember, I remember, because usually you're a fairly happy-go-lucky kind of guy with yeah. most things, right? Most things, yeah. Except when it comes to your video, your DVD. Oh, no, I'm, I'm a bit of a Nazi when it comes to oh, I know if that's the right word to no, say. Because I remember we couldn't get one of the shelves. One of the shelves was about, I don't know, 15 mil apart from the shelf next to it. Keep in mind, listeners, that these shelves weighed, I reckon, conservatively, 100 to 150 kilograms each. They were seriously Are you heavy. joking? What? Yeah, no, it's heavier than that. You reckon? Well, I'm 100 kilograms. Yeah. I'm 105. Yeah. You blokes could, four people could lift me pretty easy. Yeah, good point. Okay, so let's say 200. I'd say keep going. Yeah. Anyway. It'd have to be about 250. Very, very heavy. And yeah. we had it 15 mil from the other one. Luke goes, oh, no, it needs to be closer. Yeah. That's fair enough. What's, yeah. what's, what's the problem there? So, keep in mind, we're not getting paid. And I, I think, oh, sorry. you got to get paid to help no, out, mate. No, we didn't say no, that. No, no, no. Well, okay, <laughs> mate. Next time, I'll, <laughs> next time I know you need your water, your, your, what do you call it, your footpath water jetted. I'll do yeah, myself. I'm too busy. <laughs> is that all you got? I got nothing. And, that, yeah. and I remember too. The other bit I remember was we tried to get the shells up underneath the railing of the yeah, garage of, of the garage door. Oh, oh, yeah, man, that was hard. Hey, that's still going to come out one day too. What, yeah, are, you know, what are you doing? Can I'll, you I'll be on a holiday in Uzbekistan. Maybe, uh, maybe the moon. Maybe um, your lovely partner can come and help. Yeah, well, sure. Because if I can get her, you're, you're like joined at the hip. That's I'll right. Get yeah, her, I'll, I'll get you. Too. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's so, right. I'll go. I'll go. I'll get to you through her. Well, no, well, who's doing it next? Because Tosh and I won't do it again. No, no, no. I, I, I you burn all your other mates. Every time every time I move house, I burn friends. Yeah. So, like, we don't talk anymore. So, <laughs> That's right. Um, I'll have to Dissolve get a hold of the friendship to make sure you don't do it again. I'm, I'm developing new friendships at the moment so that I can get them to help me move <laughs> the video cases. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to... If you want to... It's all about giving your life baselines, right? So when you're going, oh, I'm having a bad day, mm. go and move Luke's videos and you're going, oh, no, no. geez, you will come out of that. It, it wasn't like, that bad a day. It could be like a leadership course or something. Yeah. You know, like a, like a it's sort of a problem um, solve. You've got to move these 10,000 DVDs. They say you've got to hit rock bottom before you can bounce back That's up. Right. So maybe I'll just hang out outside the, <laughs> the drug shelters or whatever, the, the what do you call them, the needle rooms or right, exchange yeah, rooms? Needle like, exchanges. Needle exchange. Although they tend to be not very strong. Though. No, you need, you need, you need, need to go outside like 50 of them. Yeah, you need yeah. to go outside a gym where like people on the roids and stuff. Yeah, CrossFit. No, and then what you do... You know the people at CrossFit, do you? Yeah, you go to them and go to them, listen, I don't re- I'm convinced you can't lift this. And they go, oh, yes, I can, watch this. Yeah, yeah. yeah you reckon you can run up and down dragging that thing? No worries, oh. come, and, come and move this for five minutes. Do you anyway. know what? Play the jingle, let's get out of here. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, so no, no. All right, let's play one more song. Or the jingle. Nah, play the jingle. Yeah, I can't be bothered. Nah, play the jingle. Oh, yeah. Why are we bothered? (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) See you later, everyone. Bye-bye. System shut down.